Hi, I'm Greg Lefebvre, and this is The Compulsive Storyteller, a series of short, true, real stories where we explore the idea that truth can be stranger than fiction. This week's episode is entitled Art Stories. And speaking of art, I'm very pleased to announce that the New York Public Library has just published an interview with me on their blog to celebrate the 25th anniversary of Library Way, Library Walk, the largest public artwork in New York. The project's 96 bronze reliefs with quotations and illustrations about world literature are set in the sidewalks of 41st Street and run for two blocks from Park Avenue to Fifth Avenue, leading viewers toward the front door of the Schwarzman Library Building. After years of work designing, creating, and installing the pieces, we unveiled the finished project in 1998. Feels like yesterday. There's a link to the interview in the episode description. I hope you'll check it out. Art Critic. I meet an important art critic at an opening, and he gives me a card to arrange a studio visit. He's overweight and wearing thick glasses, so I write as a reminder to myself on the card, fat with glasses. It's an unkind note, but no one's going to see it except me. When I get back to my studio, I instruct my new secretary to print out the thank you note that I wrote to the critic, then give him the card so he has an address to mail the letter to. After he returns from the mailbox, I ask him for the card back, and he replies, Oh dear, I thought you wanted me to include the card with the letter. That was his last day on the job. Needless to say, I never heard back from the critic. There's an old saying, friends come and go, but enemies accumulate. The Flintstone. In my practice making public sculptures, we use a lot of epoxy resin to weather coat our various works. We always mix two parts of resin by hand, and then one of my assistants smartly suggested we use a drill with a special mixing attachment. Uncured epoxy is very sticky stuff, so we use paper towels to wipe down our gloves, new drill, and mixing bits. After many years, the drill has been coated with so many hardened layers of dirty gray epoxy and saturated paper towels, it looks like a rock with a messy cord sticking out one side and the chuck on the other. There's a bump where if you press down, it starts to operate. We nicknamed the drill the Flintstone after the cartoon series. The whole crew loves the Flintstone and it becomes a treasured member of the team. Then one day after decades of dependable service, the Flintstone dies. We have a mock funeral and buried in a dumpster. Without the Flintstone, the studio crew never got along quite as well. Something about the object and the shared experiences around it kept us together. And without our rock, things were never the same. Big Time Dealer My friend Richie Zawitz and I are eating at El Teddy's restaurant in Tribeca when Mary Boone, one of the most successful and talked about art dealers in New York, and her tarot card reader come in for dinner and are going to be seated at the table right next to ours. Richie invented the Tangle, a loopy, tubular sculpture that can be twisted to make endless configurations. We're celebrating his signing of a six-figure deal to sell the Tangle in Japan. As Mary approaches, I say to Richie, 
Hey man, this is one of the biggest art dealers in New York. I'd like to get her to come to my studio someday. So please, Richie, please, don't start up with her about the tangle. She sits down with her reader, and Richie begins to line up a series of small, multicolored mini-tangles designed for keychains along the edge of the table nearest to Mary. Boone asks Richie, Did you buy those or invent them? My kid has one and he loves it. With that, she pushes her table four inches toward ours, and now we're all dining together. We have a great evening. Then Richie tells her he's going to deliver to her gallery his Super Tangle, a polished cast metal version that retails for $600. Later, saying our goodbyes, she reiterates, Great to meet you guys. Come by the gallery anytime. Richie then gets to work setting up an overnight delivery from San Francisco to New York. In the morning, he meets me with his Super Tangle gift wrapped up for Mary. We enter the gallery and speak to the receptionist, and she seats us. After half an hour, Mary opens her door partway and curtly asks, What do you want? Richie explains that we met last night, which she doesn't seem to recall. Richie then proffers his gift. She opens the door a little wider, grabs the box, and then closes the door firmly. Richie knocks on the door and gets no answer. Then the receptionist comes in and tells us that she's not available. In the street outside the gallery, Richie says, God damn it, that's over a grand down the drain. And I respond, that's the New York City art world for you, Richie. The Compulsive Storyteller is written and narrated by me, Greg Lefebvre, and co-produced with Peter Kokoma, who's also made our theme song. If you enjoyed this week's episode, we'd love your help sharing the show. Please subscribe to The Compulsive Storyteller for free on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen. And also, if you could leave a review, that would be fantastic. Follow the show on Instagram, at The Compulsive Storyteller, and check out our website for more information at thecompulsivestoryteller.com. Thanks for listening, and if you don't like this one, the next one will be another story. The characters and events portrayed in this podcast are based on my truth, with some names and facts changed for privacy. All conversations and dialogues are based on my best memory, but are not word-for-word recreations.